scripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller, Holly O'Connor, and Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Hey! Oh, uh, we are live on the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, we oh. want you to... Are you trying to make sure the audio is working? Hold on, let me do No. Hello? I mean, okay, I it's working. Nice. I'm, not, I'm good. I just like, unplugged and plugged back in, but I are good. good I look right now. Um, you can uh, watch us on the YouTube channel, and you also can get tickets for Miguel and Holly Live. That's right. Miguel and Holly Live, October yes. 21st at the Ritz. Anymore. Get tickets now at hot1015tampabay.com. Uh, just click on Miguel and Holly Live or download the free Hot 1015 app. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get into what I wanted to talk about today, we brought this up on the show today because we were talking about the social network where you can make the most money. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it said TikTok. Yes. Then we talked, and I asked, funnily, knowing that, you know, Facebook is a dumpster fire. Yes. Um, but we talked about Facebook, and then I said, I threw out the idea, if we created a group with inside of the Miguel and Holly Facebook page, would people join? And so it would be a place where, like, we'll get DMs of someone saying, hey, I have a GoFundMe, um, you know, can you post about it? And normally we'll post on like Twitter, but then it goes away so quickly. Yeah. Or someone will say, hey, I have this new business, but I don't know if I have enough money to advertise on your radio station. Can you advertise? And we're like, no, we can't. But then if you're just posting on the screw, it's just a way goes. for you to do it. Yeah. And so it's sort of like a place for the fam to communicate. So I'd be wondering if you uh, and part of the platypus posse would yeah. be interested in something like that. Because there's so many times where, especially for me, when I get messages that I'm not 100% sure on how I can help in that moment, uh-huh. it just sort of sits there re- on red. And it's not that I don't want to help. I'm just like, I don't know how, what best way to I do it. I hate that because it's like when you open Instagram DMs, you have to respond immediately oh, right. with the right answer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there is that, but it's like. But then they know you've still read it, they though. They do. They yeah, saw that. that you, goes away. No, it doesn't. Know, we got to test that because I do that all the time. Well, that's the problem because I don't always have a ready-made answer. Or sometimes I accidentally click something and it's oh, late at night. And worst. it turns into be like a five-scroll-up story with no punctuation. And I'm like, Ooh. I don't even know what you're asking and how do you want what? And then it's like sometimes it's a story where it's like, can you please help? And I'm like, I hate to just be like, no. Yeah. Right. But sometimes it is just no. But also it's no. And then a lot of people are like, well, can you promote my GoFundMe? And I I try to be open with this where I'm like, if we promoted your GoFundMe, we'd have to promote every person's GoFundMe. Yes. And do you know the show would then turn into... A GoFundMe show. Right. Miguel and GoFundMe.com. Right. I mean, and, and they run the gamut of what people need help for. Like sometimes, and I, I guess in the scope of seriousness, where someone will be like, I'm trying to raise money for this trip. Yeah. And it's like, that's valid for you. But then someone's like, my cousin was shot and we're trying to raise money for the hospital bills. Yeah. So it sort of runs the gamut in what we get. And so yeah. maybe this Facebook group, would be a better place to sort of facilitate those sort of things. I don't see why um, not. So you can help. Holly, you look hesitant. Again, I'm afraid that it just becomes a sea of GoFundMes. And does that help anybody? 
I mean, maybe it helps I mean, you to feel like you posted it somewhere. I'm about to say, at, at the end of the day, that's for you and the audience to decide. And it's, it's, I would rather do something than just do nothing. Right. And that's what I, like, I'm just saying, do it. Not not do it. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's no good answer. There's just not. And no. it, it'll be, it'll be there as a resource. I right. like it. Um, Who's going to police the comments? That's what I was going to say. Like, somebody's also going to have to manage it and make sure that things are going smoothly and nobody's, like, being a troll or being a Even douche. Even though the point is good vibes only. Facebook is Facebook, and people Ugh. sometimes suck there. Uh, we'll, see. we'll see. I will. It's not about it. I mean, it's free to do. You could just set right. it up. And I mean, just and have it, it, listen, the Miguel and Holly fam group. And here's the thing: if it gets crazy, I'll just click delete. Shut it down. <laughs> we'll just be like, "All right, girl, sorry, we tried to help people out. <laughs> we tried to have something nice, and you probably did." Right. This is why we can't have nice things. We tried to have a little Miguel and Holly fam group with inside of the Miguel and Holly Facebook page, but if it turns into something crazy, delete. And you could have a thing where it's like you have to be accepted into the group. Like, I mean, obviously, you would request to get in, and then somebody can manage it and be like, "Okay, accept, accept, accept," mm. and you have to accept. To a thing of terms. Like, I've done that in groups where it's like, okay, here's your list of terms. If you don't abide by this, like, you will be kicked out of the group. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me look into it over the next couple of days, and then um, I'll see exactly. I've never set one up before, so we'll see exactly how to go about doing that. Not a bad idea. Um, I'm just curious who is going to run this because, like, you need more stuff to do online. Gosh, yeah, that it ha- it you takes can't a toll on your to psyche. Your own DMs, Miguel. I know. I was literally. I just. Opened up my Instagram to send Scott a message to see if this whole thing works about if you click on red. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, get your phone while I'm saying this. Uh, but then I was like, I spent, especially since Abe has been out of town in September, mm-hmm. every night after I like eat dinner, I watch a show. Um, instead of like usually Abe and I would watch another show, I like, I'm like, all right, you get an hour. You're going to just respond to messages. That's it. And like, I still have not gotten to the like, end of unread messages it's just like it keeps scrolling and scroll but i'm trying i'm trying he's got another week till he's back so i'm trying so scott um it says that you have seen it my message i said hey oh you did and then did you click unread yeah it still says seen that's awkward so anybody that's seen my messages and i said seen well again like usually what we just said is like if i open it up and it's like way more than i was ready to take in yeah i go back and it's unread it one because I was hoping that it didn't say I saw it, but also, so it still is, like, highlighted in my messages, so I don't miss it. Right. But that's shocking. I didn't know it said, said or seen already, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. Dang, yes. that stinks. Oh, that is so awkward. Sorry. It is. Oh, it that is. is so, oh, I'm sorry. No, it sucks. But, like, I get it, because if I don't, if I were to, I've done that before, too, and if I don't, I'm ne- there's a for sure no way I'm going to respond because right. I don't know where it went. Right. Oh, yeah, I have to unread it at that point, but it, that's awkward. Okay. The whole I mean, purpose you- was so people didn't think I already saw it, and I'm just uh, ignoring it because I'm never ignoring it. They said I'm just putting synced. it off until I have an answer. And, oh, that. And you know somebody took a screenshot of it, and they said, I sent Scott a message, and he read it, and he never responded to me. Well, and they took a what? screenshot that, that where it happen. says, Scott seen two hours ago. That happens. <laughs> it's just, you know. Ah, you you could get trapped into it as you were just saying, like to take an hour out of your day every day to respond to messages, like that's bonkers. Like I do, I, mean, I take my time, but like that's usually if I'm on the toilet or something, and I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and go through some messages, or if I'm on the stairmaster at the gym, that's my time where I'm like, all right, I'm going through this. This is already a grind. This will take my mind off of it already for a little bit, and I respond. I always try to respond to as many as I can. Yeah, same. But I don't, you know, and we've talked about this before, but I wouldn't. Hope that you don't beat yourself up over not being able to respond to all. 
where it's like I feel like I'm letting people down. It's like for me, I don't because it's like the same thing where it's, like, it's just an influx of everything in life where it's like sometimes that's going to be missed. And that's the same with people's text messages, yeah. people's emails. But it is hard because you feel like people are reaching out and they want to reach out for you. But in the grand scope, it's if there's 150 people reaching out at the same time, it's going to be very hard to reach out back to everybody because for I mean, them it's just one person. For you it's 150. S- it's true, but at the same time I feel like it's now a job requirement. Like it's not before where it was like when Holly and I first started and, you know, we were on MySpace, you know, and it was just like, oh, it's just something you do and like you had one or two people. I mean, now it is a legitimate like I believe that radio stations should hire a social media manager. Uh, that would the, be. I'm sorry. The fact the that radio thing. stations have decided not to do that, right, speaks to the industry at large. Well, they just look to us as millennials, Gen Zers, and go, "Oh, like y'all do it." Content anyway. It's like, oh yeah, like five years. Like when we first started here at Hot, I feel like I could have been proficient in being a social media manager. You Five years ago, but now there's so much more that I don't even. Well, there's I'm so like, many more platforms, girl. Even when I pull up the freaking uh, Creator <laughs> Studio on Facebook, I'm like, what are all these options, y'all? What? I didn't even know Creator Studio was a freaking thing. <laughs> I'm over here using the business suite, right? And then we had a, like something in a, one of our posts, like a picture had to come down, and another one had to go up. And I'm like, it's already got an interaction. I can't just pull it down now. And so then I was getting mad because they were like, pull it down. And I'm like, it's basically the same. And they're like, no, pull it down. So then I emailed the like the head of the digital, and I'm like, I can't. What am I? What do you want me to do? And he's like, well, if you use Creator Studio, and I'm like, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> if I use what now? Oh, yeah. what studio? Creator Studio. He's like, yeah. then he says like a screenshot, and he's like, here's Creator Studio, and I'm like. Thanks. Got it now. Didn't even know about that. So, I mean, that's why, like, literally, if we were, like, you know, one of those big, big shows that got paid a lot of money, we had a lot of people on the staff, um, I would literally have someone that would just do that. Yes. I mean, that's an entire job. Right. I was talking to a program director. It's true. When I was talking to a program director at a morning show boot camp, and we were talking about just social media trends and how it's changed through the years, and you know, she's over just one radio station and she's really good about helping her morning show because mm-hmm. she has the time to do it. Yeah. And she was like, well, have you looked at your analytics? And I was like, we get a lot of comments and engagement. We respond back to people. And she was like, well, have you actually like dug down deep to like see what works and what doesn't work? And then you know how like you feel like you're <laughs> like you should know the answer. You should be like, of course I do. And I was like, Okay, I don't do that, but and she goes, no, no, I'm just asking you that. I'm not attacking you, and I'm like, no, it's fine. Well, I was you just... feel on the defensive because you're like, no. <laughs> I was like, and she was like, well, do you create? And this is where I was just like, well, I fucking suck. She was like, do you create thumbnails when y'all put videos up on your Insta story, or I mean, on your um uh, reels, yeah. or on your YouTube channel? And I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. No, There's only are... just so this much. It's busy. So much. And she's like. I'm not attacking. Not I'm attack. just saying it's just, these are some tools. You could literally you use your entire day doing that. They're like, that's the problem. Right. And then that's only on some platforms. And then as we talked about earlier in the day, yes. TikTok's the one. Like that, I had a whole thought in my head yesterday. I'm like, I need to drop everything else and just do TikTok. Right. Just go all in on TikTok because that's the one that's going to kick out every other thing. Yeah. It's where everyone is now going to. It's like we talked about today. People are getting paid the most. Like that is the next wave. Like, Instagram is going to start slowing down because it's already shown that it has. Facebook is already a garbage fire, so a lot of the younger generation is turning away from that. Yeah. So TikTok. But, you, ah, we don't even have a TikTok for this station. I but see. I've seen station TikToks. 
Yes, but we don't. They're lame. Yeah, they're but they're lame. not good though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. some that kick ass, and it's just when you're just able to do yourself and the stations in the background. Yes, right. that's right. when. Because that's what it TikTok is. TikTok is for individuals. Yes. And any of these corporations or like the brand trying to get on the TikTok, it's I awkward. have seen no success because that's it's a it's a it's a one-on-one platform. You know who does good is the Washington Post. They do good TikToks. I haven't they, seen those. Exactly. And like I talked to my buddy who's just working in the newspaper industry, and like we're talking about how it just it struggles, and obviously people aren't going to the prints, but they're doing so much online, and some are actually just nailing it with being online on an online presence. Like the Tampa Bay Times kicks ass with Instagram. Yes. And the Washington Post, they're so funny and just relatable on TikTok where I'm like, who is running it? Just they so hire. And see, that's the thing. That, that right there is the fucking issue. And I'm sorry if this <laughs> well, is so radio inside. <laughs> but, but you know what, though? This could be applied to any industry. Yes. If you are a, a business owner, if you're like wanting to start a business, this is where you should spend money on. Yeah. The Washington Post uh, places like that, they hired probably one or two people to be the social media face. So they are the people that take. So when they're sitting in, so when you are when you work in a newspaper, I used to back in the day in college, but it felt like a real one. You have what's called a budget meeting where you sit down and you say, "All right, what are the top stories today?" Here's Holly. You go cover this at the St. Pete Courthouse. Scott, you go cover this at Armature Works for this big event. So then they probably have that social media person say, hey, so why don't you take the top two stories, make some funny, relatable content, and then that's their job for the day. Boom, and so then people go back to those sites or they share the content and you bring them back to your website. That's what radio stations should be doing. They should have, like we have six or five radio stations. They should have one person that is the face of it. Where, okay, online. Uh, online. So where they are like, all right, what was the top funny thing on the Miguel and Holly show? Boom. Here's the one for hot. What did Mike Calta do this morning for that? What did the Eagle do? What the da 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 Whatever. I mean, it is true, though. I mean, it is very insider right now, but that is like. But it could be applied for any business. It can though. be. And I think a lot of businesses, like we hear commercials, anything for businesses that now have TikToks. And it's like, but you have to go about it in such a, a way that if I'm, you know, 17 and I'm scrolling, I'm in the middle of like a class in high school. I'm not going to watch you just going around your business. Like, you got to get me with what I'm already interested in. Yeah. And it just happens to be about your business. Well, and that's what I was telling Abe, you know, uh, my fiance who owns a painting company, is I was scrolling and I came across this guy who's a painter. Mm -hmm. Literally, his TikTok had like a million followers. And all it is is when they mix the paint. And it's just that beautiful, like if they're putting like yes. a white and the black, and it's very like it's almost comfort- like ASMR, aesthetically yes. pleasing. Yes. And that's all it is. Calming. And I'm like, you all now. Granted, they're a small company with just the two of them, so they would they don't have the budget to do that. But if they ever had a couple thousand dollars to throw at somebody to maybe like once a month follow them to a job, because people love before. There was a fucking TikTok account where literally the guy showed him uh, cleaning up like really, really bad, dirty cars. Oh, I was going to say, I saw this and I'll, I'm now following it. <laughs> it's crime scene cleaners. Yes. Oh, oh my God. The bathrooms. God, yes. Wow. And I couldn't stop watching because and I also follow this woman who cleans <laughs> grave sites. Not even anybody she knows. It's wow. like, I'm talking from like the 1800s. She's like, here's Molly Jones. And from what I read, and she's talking about this woman's life where she's cleaning the grave. And I'm like, I can't mm. stop watching. That's fascinating. It actually. is. But like the watching the video of something go from one thing to the next, so that will never pleasing. not be interesting. So I just mm, feel like if amazing. you have a business, yeah. so taking what we're talking about that's very inside about radio, take it and apply it to whatever business you own. 
I'm like, I'm thinking about uh, what's her face with the barbecue place. Oh, Lori, Lori, Q. Lori Q. Like oh. her food is so good. Her TikTok, she's on TikTok. Oh, is she? I haven't seen her. Oh, perfect. she has a perfect TikTok because there, it's her sped up videos. Oh, she, perfect. Like lays down a slab of ribs. Meat? And I bet she does. She slap the meat. She slaps. You gotta yes. always smack the meat. And it's, meat. Like, it's like a sexual song, and yes. so she, you see her, and it's like sped up, but it's like trimming all the fat. It's like prepping this fucking huge piece of meat mm. for cooking and then she gets to the whole thing and then by the end of it you're like oh my god I want that meat mm. Follow- heard that I'm gonna find her on TikTok it's probably Lori Q on TikTok but she does an amazing job with all her social medias That's because perfect. she does a lot of those like sped up Beginning to end, I'm gonna look just so I can make sure. And I'm curious. I mean, but see, that's where I feel like it just takes a little time of, excuse me, sitting down and thinking about what you could do for whatever business. Is that her? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Look at, and you just watch as the meat gets transformed. And you can see this on our YouTube channel. Mm. Oh, this one's like you know Mission Impossible. Oh, look at that! She cutting open that big piece of meat. Oh yeah. We need to have her bring us some brisket. That brisket I, she brought that one time. It's like the best barbecue I honestly, I've ever had. And like, I honestly don't think I've ever had better barbecue. No. She literally, but she's guys, like far out. She is far out. And, and she's from like Wesley Chapel. I submitted her for, for Food Network. Did you really? I did. Oh, that's so cool. I, don't t- I didn't tell her or anything because I right. don't, like, obviously, like, I don't know what it takes to get picked, but I, I signed her up for diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> You signed her up? Yeah, I want Guy Fieri to come through. He oh does my food gosh. trucks sometimes. Yes. Oh, she would kick ass on that. I'm like, not only is the food phenomenal, which is like what the, the basis of a good restaurant, food truck, whatever. Right. But she's so sassy and she has mm-hmm. such a great personality that I'm like, she is made for a show like this. Because like, yes. we sometimes watch a lot of diners, drive-ins and dives, <laughs> guys' grocery games, whatever. And anyway, I was like, I, I found the email online and they're always taking submissions. And I was like, I would like to, <laughs> so maybe she'll- That is amazing. I love I that really, you did that. <laughs> I really want it to happen. I don't know if it will. I love it. But see, that is why I, if we made a lot of money and we could hire a couple more positions for this show, that is one that I would like invest in is having someone. Because like, like we do our TikTok challenges, which are fun. It's fun for Instagram, but it's like a dedicated segment. Yeah. But like somebody to take what we do on a daily basis, like as we're doing the show and, and, yeah, and curating what we do and then making a TikTok every day for it. You know it. what's interesting about it? I was just watching a TikTok, and it's so up in the air on how algorithms work, but yeah. it also is kind of like a slot sheen kind of algorithm where it's like you put out a bunch and one's going to hit. Yeah. One's going to hit. One's yeah. going to hit. And so it's a numbers game. And so if the less content that you have, it's going to be harder to find that one that hits. But if you're pumping out just a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, it's just going to be put on more people's radar where you're going to have more that hit. So it's interesting. So if somebody was able to do that or if your business just in general is able to just grab those moments and just put out more to a platform, again, you just have more chances to get in more people's eyes, oh, especially with TikTok because it's just anybody's eyes can see it across the world. Because it's the For You page. Yes. I need to set this up um, and then we'll move on to something else Are you setting quick. up having Lori deliver us some barbecue? <laughs> Girl, I, I'm going to work on that later. Uh, oh, God. What's her name on here? She, you've probably seen her videos before. Uh, Hold on, let me see. And I saw her videos all the time, and then I saw that she was actually in Tampa. Ah, gosh. She always... On TikTok? Yes. I'm sorry. Hold on. All right. Well, it's a podcast, so we can... 
Just sit quiet. We can just sit quiet. Just sit quietly amongst yourselves. If you want to find Lori Q, I'm I'm not getting paid for this, but if you want to find her, it is L-A-U-R-I-E-C-U-E. Yeah, all just helping each other out. She's on, like, Insta and everything, but the TikToks, I love it. There's a couple big TikTok creators that live right here in Tampa Bay. Like, I don't know if you ever saw the one girl. It's, like, Kate or Katie, and she's, like, this mom that lives right here in Tampa Bay, and her TikTok is huge like a top creator oh, and no. she just kicks ass i see a lot of my friends even share her stuff on their instagrams and stuff oh. i'm like wow and she lives right here and ta- i want to actually get her on what is it like she does she's like a like mom stuff mom stuff but just fun stuff she's like talks like it's been a whole journey like she went through a divorce and everything like on her tiktok mm. it was crazy like they used to do stuff together and then she would got real and she's like we're splitting apart and she still has a kid and it's wild but she's here in tampa Mm. Which is wild. Well, yeah, we should have like a try to uh, maybe like once a week or something like that, or every other week get like a TikToker on that we know that listens to the show. I can't find her name now, and and that's one of the reasons why we haven't had her on the show. Next time I come across her TikTok, um, I'll message her. But she's got like over a million uh, followers on TikTok, and I think she's now even doing like sponsored content for like Dunkin' Donuts. Um, and at, she, are you saying she's a Tampa Bay creator? Yeah, like and so she lives here and she she listens to the show. Oh, and I asked her one time. I oh, was like, yes, I know who you're talking about. Do you I know can't. Who? No, I can't. I I don't even know. I never knew what her name is, but I have seen her. I just don't remember. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna. I was once her her stuff comes up again. I'll, I'm gonna ask her to come on with us just to talk about what it takes to do it because at her level i mean you know she was featured on the duncan page as a sponsored post oh dang and so i'm like girl must be getting paid right now but like how much content then do you have to pump out when you get to that level because i mean it's sort of like doing a radio show we're like we've got to do four hours of content every single day five days a week yeah, it's a lot. It, that's why <sighs> so many creators end up making it their full-time job. Yeah. If you're able to earn a lot of money, but you got to put in a lot of time. You got to put That's in what I learned time. about YouTube creators, which several years ago, before my daughter got into YouTube, I didn't understand how people were spending so much time on YouTube. Because for a long time, it was like YouTube was the leading uh, platform where people were spending the most time. Right. And I'm like... Okay, you're what? What are you watching? Videos like music videos? Who? How? Then I came across the content creators, and my kid Mm. is still into watching YouTube. We have migrated finally over to YouTube Kids because some of this stuff is just not for kids, uh, even if you have the restricted filter on. But there's these families that like that's their job, and it's tricky because it looks like real life. And I've said this before, but my kids like, well, they just play all day, and I'm like, no, that's what they want you to think. They do. There's one that we, there's a family we love, A for Adley, out in like Utah or something. And one day they did a thing and the dad is so great. And the mom, I love, I really like them a lot. We even have like some merchandise, okay, from these people. Oh, wow. One day though, the mom um, was like, we're going to surprise dad and take him out to the lake or whatever. And he works at a, as like a video game creator. Whoa. So they call it the space station. So cool. they go, and I don't even know when this video was from, but the kids like bum rush the dad, and and you could kind of tell in the video that the dad really was not aware that this was happening, and it was not the best day. Oh, but like that's your YouTube family. That's your so you're like, family. so he's like, can I at least get my briefcase? And they're like, no. And he's like, oh my god. And I was. In that moment, I'm like, thank you for being a little bit real, where it's like, you have a job. Right. 
because everything else on the channel is just like, we're this fun family that only does fun stuff with our kids. Yeah, no problem. It starts to make here. you feel look like feel bad as a parent, and you're like, mm. I can't do all this. Like it's too much. But my kid loves it, watches it, and I've explained to her that's not real life. They do that for the video, and they're not playing all day. Right. They're just not. Like dad's got to go to work at some point. Like yeah. mom's got to do stuff at the house. Like so anyway. That's what I that's when I realized how much time it took these people cuz it looks like this is nothing. I could do this. Yeah, if I want to dedicate an additional 8 hours a day yes. mm-hmm. to shooting, editing, posting these YouTube videos. And TikTok is the same. Like it's quick. It's on your phone. But to edit the videos and to really make them look great for that 30 to 90 seconds. It's a lot. It's a lot of time. Well, I mean, even um, like Abe and I had this one video that we did for the challenge go viral. And it's like at 146,000 followers or uh, views. And so then like we responded to some of the comments and then some of those videos got like 26,000 um, views and I was like, ooh, so that's the sweet spot. We're like the interracial gay couple and like we'll do stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, so make every af- every evening when you get home, we'll do like one quick video. Girl, there ain't no quick video. And by the time- There is no quick video. And especially now, this was in the summertime. So this is, you know, before he went to Buffalo when he's outside oh, in the Tampa sun, damn. day sweating. And then here I am like- do you want to do a TikTok and get lots of views? And he's like, fuck your TikTok. <laughs> he's like, wait, is that TikTok going to make me quit my job and quit my business so well, I can do videos all day? Maybe. I'm like, I mean, there's possibility. You got to It's a possibility. It, it is. But it's, it's also a possibility that no. Exactly. That it's just for fun and just get views. So we have not done that. Uh, real quick, I do want to get this one question in. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, Forgot no. this wasn't the point of the. I know, right? <laughs> this was not the point. Um, I just wanted to ask a question that I got. I did a little Ask Me Anything on my uh, Instagram yesterday. Yeah. Mm. And someone asked me if the world paused and you had time to get another degree, what would your major be? Wow, great question. Holy crap. Um, so I wanted to end the podcast with that question. Kind of like how last year when the world did pause and mm-hmm. people actually did go think, do things like get second degrees. Right, but if you knew like the time limit. Because back then, remember when I actually I was trying to find a video last night and there was a video. Oh, I was looking for a video of uh, roommate Dylan. And it was like right the first couple of weeks during uh, quarantine when everything was shut down and I was like, only second week of quarantine. We only probably have a few more weeks to go. Hey, roommate Dylan. Mm. Little did we know. Yeah, look at the date now. Right? We didn't. We just didn't know. Well, nobody knew. Nobody because knew. for the show, quick side tangent, I was going through old videos, and I found the video that I did, and we each did one. How are we preparing for quarantine? Oh. And I had stocked my freezer, and I had gotten a couple extra toilet papers, but mostly they were empty. I'm like... What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Preparing for hurricane coronavirus? Like, get, get out of here. Nobody, nobody knew. Nobody understood. No, I got because... some oatmeal cream pies ready to go. Just oh, in that's going to help. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so what would your major be if you knew we had another, you know, some time where we were locked, 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 locked down? 100% psychology. Mm. Not even a quest. Like, in fact, I kind of want there to be a lockdown now so I could just do that without. Oh. I'm just kidding. I don't want a lockdown. Um, I just, I maybe will one day, you know, go into that. It just, I have a lot on my plate. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't honestly know where I would carve out time and energy. I don't know, but I would love it because I'm already so interested in it, you know, yeah. and I, I already do like little researches here and there on um, on my own just to learn about about mental health, mental health, why people. And my my thing is that I always want to know why people do things that they do. Why are people acting the way they act? It's all psychology. And so I would love to have because if I say something like if I try to like analyze why someone may have reacted a certain way and I'll be like well did you ever used to deal with this they'll be like I'm sorry are you gonna come at me with your uh BA in communications Ah. right now I don't you have nothing to say whereas a matter of fact I did do actually a lot of research on XYZ topic and I can accurately tell you but like no one wants to take you seriously unless you have a degree in which is crazy but yeah because you can find everything on well that's what's weird with our society side tangent of like you could learn everything right now that you need to just offline doing research on your own if you did it strategically but you needed to grad uh, like a degree for the credentials to prove that you did that you it. know yeah yeah Scott Mine would probably be, well, one, I have a couple ideas because I do want to make this happen eventually. It's like performance psychology anyway because I do want to be a speaker and speak around the world and I want to understand how people think and what makes them perform at their best Mm. and get them to their best. And so I want to understand how the human mind works and, again, have that credibility behind my name. But also, probably pretty soon, I want to get a degree in, like, physical training and nutrition, a degree in that, uh, like, a certification in that because, obviously, like, I know, it's like you, Holly, it's like I know a lot in that area but I need those credentials to help when I, you know, create my own side hustle on this, you know, helping people with their nutrition or working out or anything around that. I just want to be able to have that credibility behind my name yeah. to make sure that it's like it carries the weight of like, I do know what I'm talking about. Here's my credentials. Here's everything that goes along with it. And so I have had a lot of ideas or thoughts that I want to do like really soon because there's ways you could do it online. Mm. And I've seen a lot of people that did it last year. And I'm like, well, why don't I just jump into that? Do a couple classes like a day, just do a little time, you know, and just... A year from now, I'll have a degree in that. Do you want me to be your uh, first test subject? I mean, I would love to. Like, like that kind of stuff, like, fires me the bleep up. Like, really? I love, oh, my God. I used to train people, like, in college. Like, I used to give, I've written out workout plans, nutrition plans. I love that stuff. But I think the root of it is I love people helping them get to their best self. Like, that's why I want to be a speaker and work in nutrition and performance and all that. Like, I love that stuff. It fires me so far up. Wow. Yay! Yeah. Are you, you really good at it? Thanks, Holly. You're good at that. Do you want to write me a nutrition plan? I could like well, But okay. it's the I'll tell you though, I'm I'm a challenge because obviously I know. Well, that's the I'm biggest a picky thing. eater. So usually when I do when I have worked with people to help me with my nutrition, because it's like I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just need that accountability of having to check in once a week. Well, that's the hard balance of uh, as well. It's like I could hold you accountable but also we have a friendship there where it's like are you gonna get pissed and is it gonna ruin the friendship where no, it's like no not at all i never get pissed i just i need like right now i'm like half in half out when mm-hmm. it comes to my nutrition where i'm doing the right things but those like there's a certain point in the day where either i choose to like go in the light or go in the dark <laughs> and Half the days, I'm I'm choosing the light, and I'm like, all right, you don't need to get this or that. You don't need to get some Kit Kat bars. Uh, but then, like, especially the past couple weeks when things have been a little stressed in life, yeah. I'm choosing the dark side. And so when I have someone that keeps me accountable, that's always in the back of my mind where I'm like, but wait a minute. I'm a t-. See, because at the end of the day, I'm a teacher's pet. 
Yeah. And I'm a people pleaser. And so I like that that's very reinforcement. Unhealthy. God, that's very unhealthy. Not only are you using food to mm. manage your emotions, but then you're also using the way that you're damaged, which is people pleasing. And I'm not saying damaged as in like you can't. Because if you are loving to yourself, we, you can give yourself tools to not people please. I'm terrible about it. But like, so it's like this vicious cycle of like, I want Hello, wanna... why do you think I've been on this fucking ride for 36 years? You're like, okay, well, I know what to do, but I just, I'm going to use food as an emotional thing. Well, I won't do that as long as I can people please and make someone else happy. And mm-hmm. then, like, it's. Ah! It's a cycle. It is yeah. a, a definite cycle that I I know. At least I understand it now, yes. and I get it. Um, but like, it is something that you that I I don't know. That's just it. It is what it is for right now. I know. Um, but right now, like I said, I'm I'm one foot in, one foot out, and I've been thinking of like getting someone or, or having a nutritionist or something to just keep me accountable. Check in with you between now and the wedding. Just might, because maybe I need to be Scott. That could, I mean, again, it could be that. Like, if that's what you need is the check ins, like, I have no problem bringing it up because what has happened, and I put this on my Instagram yesterday, is like, I go through phases where, again, just like in your normal life, you're going to have days where it's going to be easier and harder. But at the same time, there has to be a moment where you're just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm going all in, no doubt, because I need this to happen. And so it's about literally discovering what is that why that's going to get you to be like, all right, this day is tough, but I'm not going to give in to that junk that's going to make me feel like crap and not get me toward my goal. Because mm. that's what I'm going through right now. I'm literally at a point in my life and my body where I just I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like myself. And I'm like, you know what? I looked at myself literally this past weekend in a couple of pictures. I was like, the fuck are you doing? Like, it's time to get back on your track. And it is. I know. In my brain, it's going haywire right now. Just a little insight with how I feel. Something wrong with you, too. I know. But it also, okay, like I guess a little backside. is like I'm heavier than I've ever been right now. And that's but like, that's okay. Is that not partly muscle? Yes, but also it's not. It's also, you know, like my body percentage of fat has gone up a little bit. And again, I'm not mad at it, but except there was a point, there's a turning point. And that's when I saw a picture of myself this past weekend where just I wasn't happy with how I was. Okay. And for me, that was my like, okay, you keep talking about it. You keep wanting to be about it, but like you got to go all in. Or else don't fucking talk about it. Like, that's how I negotiate with myself. Like, if I'm going to get on and put out these videos and want to be a speaker, like, I got to live by the ways that I want to speak. And so that's kind of like, in another person's case, like, what is your end goal? Like, what do you want to be at? And have to keep that as a reminder every day on the dial. And there are some days where it's like, you know what? Like, I will have my day where I get to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Like, I absolutely will. But even off the air, when we're talking about, you know, getting a pizza the other day, like, that's not in my regiment for Girl, this Girl, that chacaroni looks so good. But- we have been talking about this fucking chacaroni <laughs> for like three days now. And today specifically, we've probably had three separate conversations <laughs> throughout the morning about the chacaroni. They make that. You know what? Whoever their marketing agency is, they did a damn they good job good. in they creating did. that pizza because it looks fucking delicious. Mm-hmm, it does. But like, yeah. again, like with your conversation, like that's not in my regiment for this week. I'm like, nope. That is put off. And again... I don't even necessarily agree with this is the healthiest way to go about it mentally because I've heard other dietitians talk about, you know, like don't take access away from food for you. But you got to do what's best for you at the same time. And that's for me. Like this weekly thing is like, okay, I stay strict all week. And then like, you know, I could dabble on like a Sunday and I won't feel guilty. But I have to get to my goal. Like enough is enough. And so if that's what you need, that accountability to just be checking in like, all right, where's your mind at? Where do you want to eat right now? Like. Do you need that reminder of like, hey, it's going to be worth it in three months. 
Like, that's the long goal for me that I keep reminding myself of. Because we want this immediate change. Like, I worked out today. I worked out this week. I, I don't know, see God. the immediate changes. We really want immediate change. But if you just keep going at it, you're like, okay, three months from now, that is going to be so much more worth it than if mm-hmm. I just keep doing the same fucking cycle right. of, like, I work out for a couple of days, I eat like shit, and I go back to where I just started. Like, it's that. And that's where that accountability could come in. I have no problem doing that because I'm doing that with myself hardcore right now. Mm. So it's like if I just need to bring it up more open, that's cool. But will you let, like, will you brush Scott off? No, it would have to be when he moves out. It couldn't be living together. I, I couldn't. That that would be too like, could close. You take him, could you take it seriously? Oh, yeah, because once I, I mean, once I commit to something, I'll do it which is why I haven't committed to anything is because like I have so many tabs open of just like, all right, let me go to this person who I know can help keep me accountable. But then I'm like, uh, I kind of want to do it. I, kinda, I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of stressed out. Well, it is also hard to take like the full plunge. Right. To get yourself is. to be like, yes. Okay, fine. I need help. I do. Right. And then just knowing that like right now in this particular season of yeah. life, it is so fucking nuts right now. Mm-hmm. And so I know that, you know, I will say throughout my years of learning, like my when I do go- turn to food for comfort, it's not what it used to be. Where it right. used to be like double quarter pounded with cheese, large fry, 10 chicken McNuggets, Diet Coke, and three cookies. Oh. Now I'm like, all right, let's go get a wrap um, at uh, Publix and you're going to get a little small thing of baked chips. And so like that is like my, okay, whew, it's making me feel comforted yeah. just from that little thing so it's gotten better yeah but i also have noticed that my backsliding in like you know uh, if like on the weekends if i know if i'm gonna have like burgers and fries i'm like all right we'll take the bun off yeah but then i'll yes. be like but There's this trade-offs you can make. right but then recently it's been less of the like well i'll do that tomorrow today i'll have everything mm, that's oh. what you gotta Right. And it's so, so that's, quick for your mind to just want to give in and be like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. Right. In reality, it's like that's the opposite. It's like, no, wait. I, As long as I push through this moment, it's easier. Like mm-hmm. as long as I just say no right now, it's easier. But it's just it starts to creep. And it's, that, it's a continuous daily battle. It really is. Right. And for me right now, like I'm not trying to, you know, lose 30 pounds before my wedding. I just want to feel comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I literally, exactly. I want to feel good. That's what I told when we went suit shopping. I'm like. I want to be able to move. I don't want to, you know, be pulling on, tugging on my shirt and feeling like, ooh, don't take pictures from that angle. I just want to feel comfortable mm-hmm. when I'm up there and, you know, going throughout the day. That's it. That's all I'm looking to do. So, um, To get us back on the track really quick, Miguel, what is the degree, what, that, you what's the degree that you want? Because I just Sorry, I got fired up. Nah, I know you did. And I, I feel like a little we're, bit. we're solving some problems there right now. I know, right? But uh, I forgot what the point was. Well, on my, my Q&A, <laughs> I said uh, graphic design and politics. Mm. Um, I w- oh, two separate things. Yeah, I would go. I would, I would have to choose one, but it would either be graphic design because I used to dabble in it when I used to be working newspapers in college. And I used to, I, my favorite part was not the actual writing of articles it was assigning and brainstorming stories and then also creating the layout for the newspaper okay that was my favorite part of like just being in in my newspaper office having some music on and then just fucking creating and like creating a layout especially when i redesigned a newspaper once that was really fun but i lost those skills a long time ago Mm. so i'd love to know the technical side of graphic design again to be able to do that Mm -hmm. um and then i love politics i absolutely love politics so i'd love to go deeper into um, 
political theory and uh, how it all works and how the system works so I can speak more eloquently and intelligently on it and possibly go into it in the future. Mm. Which is really cool, though, because I noticed with you, Miguel, like you listen to a lot of stuff and you read a lot of stuff that's already giving you so much knowledge around those areas where it's like, again, it's like the same thing. Like, and I think about this with the degrees I want to get. Like, if I just took like 30 minutes every day and I just put a little bit of time toward those things, like eventually you have this huge array of stuff Instead of like, oh my gosh, it gets overwhelming thinking like I got to go to classes and put in homework. Like you already know probably a lot more than you did like a year ago because I noticed like your listening habits have like gone up through the roof Mm. about history or politics or news. Where it's like even when we speak on things on the podcast or the show, like the knowledge is just like so much more there, which is crazy from just adding that like little habit. Yeah, I mean because I used to listen to just a lot of different morning shows and then when life just got really heavy last year – Oh, God, over a year and a half ago uh, after George Floyd and just listening to other morning shows talk about stupid shit just didn't feel important to me anymore. That's when I turned to more news podcast and then also just a political opinion podcast because I like to I like to listen to the here's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then I like to understand why my side of the aisle thinks it through from like a realist, like one of the big podcasts I listen to, there are three guys that used to work in the Obama administration. And so they're very real about it. They're like, hey, this is the liberal point of view. We know we feel this way, but here's how they're getting it wrong now in office. And here's why they're getting it wrong. Oh. And so to me, I like that instead of just having like just some random like liberal person who's like, oh, fuck it. I hate all conservatives. They're like, they're not totally wrong. No, it's-, it's just that here's a better way of blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so yeah. But I say that all to say, like, those things that we talk about learning, like, there's other ways that we could just add to our array of knowledge for it. It doesn't have to be, like, I'm going back to school tomorrow. It's that, you know, I'm dedicating 20 minutes today to just reading about this topic. Mm. And that's it. And so this way, it's like I'm a little closer to my goal. I'm a little – because eventually you're just going to continue to push it off. Like, that's what I think with these degrees already. It's like I don't want to just keep saying I'm going to get a degree. I'm going to say I'm just going to do a little research today. Right. And I'll just get a little more knowledge, a little more knowledge, until eventually it's like I do feel like I have the credentials and the knowledge to actually back up what I'm saying and believing. All right. Well, when you move out, let's chit-chat about you keeping me accountable. Yeah. We'll do it. I'm about that. All right. Let's get out of here. I got some stuff to do. (laughs) Oh, okay. Scott. What's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And remember, if he uh, if he leaves you on red, he will come back to your Eventually message at some I point. Will. Or message me back. again. Like, that's fine, too. If it's been, like, a couple days and you're like, hey, just want to see. if it's, like, a question. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, like, did you see this? I might not have. I might have just opened really quick and, like, passing and just, it was too overwhelming at the moment. And yeah. then it got lost in the jumble. Yeah. Holly, what's your social media? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. And you know what? We are out of stickers. Oh, snap. Uh-oh. We have we have run out. Bye, stickers. Bye. Sorry, we're done. We love you. We'll get some at some point. Uh, but be looking forward to that um, Miguel and Holly Facebook group. That we will figure out here on the Miguel and Holly yeah, Facebook we'll page. We'll figure that one out. We will. It'll be fine. It'll be, be fine. awesome. Uh, but get your tickets <sighs> for Miguel and Holly Live October 21st at the Ritz Ebor, Hot 1015, TampaBay.com.